all at... No, you've cut me off. <laughs> do your intro then. Nah, you do your intro. No, you hang up. <laughs> Welcome to the Don't Dwell On It podcast. <laughs> is this what we're running with now? I think this is it. Okay. I think this is a good intro. Let's just go with it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, my name's Scott. Uh, five kilometers to my left uh, is Viv. Hello. Uh, my soundboard's died as well. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Hello. There we go. We're back. Okay. This has been... Just an absolutely incredible start. This has been uh, a great success. Hello. <laughs> and Here we go. Kilometers over the hill, I'm Kieran. How are we all today? Um, amazing. I Hi. am ready to do this. I am apparently not, so... Okay, um, well... We'll see how we go. I mean, there is only one way that we can describe the start, right, Scott? Uh, great success. <laughs> amazing. Oh, amazing yeah mm. um, now just before we start i do just want to um sort of put in the uh, full di- full disclosure um i have just eaten four out of date tacos so if i do uh-huh. just disappear at any point that would be why right lovely uh, good yeah. to know so uh just keep that in mind Mm-hmm. I've we'll do. died of cream eggs today, so you should be very glad you're not in the same room as me. Uh, I'm always glad to not be in the same room as you. Yeah, same. <laughs> I'm glad that this is where social distancing becomes a good thing. Yeah, agreed. Mm. All right. Uh, now, Viv, I believe you have got something for us. Yeah, so I've prepared a little uh, ongoing thing to be doing throughout this podcast. And full disclosure for this one, I did steal this idea from Scott. He suggested it to me. He doesn't know that I'm doing this. But if it turns out to be rubbish, then we can blame it on him. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to flip a coin. And if it lands on heads, I'm going to strip naked for the rest of this podcast. If it lands on tails, then I'm not going to do that. And you guys have to guess at the end of the podcast whether or not I stripped. Okay. Right. I had forgotten I'd suggested this. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I am very uh, – I'm, I'm up for it. All right. Uh, How do we know if I'm actually going to strip naked though? Uh, what if you just – just be... Well, it's, a, it's an honesty system. Yeah, I'll just be doing things and then you have to – guess based on what i do without saying anything till the end of the show when i ask you to say something i see if that makes sense you'll be making naked noises yes that's correct okay um well do we need to allow you some time to now either strip naked or not strip naked yeah yeah i'll need like a minute i'm literally oh not even i'm literally just wearing uh boxer shorts anyway so (laughs) Okay, uh, well, That's all that we, needs to come off. we'll put you on mute and uh, we will be right back. Yeah, hang on. I've got to flip the coin first. Oh, of course. Yes. All right. Hang on. What did I say? Heads I do, I tails I don't, right? Yeah, Let's that sounds go. right. Okay. Yep. Cool. All right. I'm going to mute my mic. I'll be back in just a sec. <laughs> Amazing intro. Uh, okay. All right, so, so uh, I'll be making naked or not naked noises throughout the show, and you've got to decide whether or not I'm naked or not naked. Excellent. Amazing. I haven't actually planned this bit out, so this is going to be interesting, but let's just do it. <laughs> let's hope nobody just wants to knock on your door. Yes. Oh. Mm. 
let's do this. Well, lately coronavirus has been very topical in our news. In amongst the correct and factual news information, there is indeed a lot of conspiracy theories going around about how to deal with this pandemic. One of these, having taken off in the UK, is that coronavirus is being spread via 5G telephone towers. As a result, the POMs have decided to light at least three to force have these phone towers on fire within the last 24 hours to avoid catching coronavirus. They had, quote how Wuhan was one of the first Chinese cities to roll out 5G and suddenly the virus spread from there. So if any of you are in the UK and attempting to use 5G networks to listen to this, uh, you may have a little bit of dodgy reception because of local fires. Look, I Somehow I don't probably... think that we're going to get any listeners yeah. in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> I love how that's where we both went, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we can, we can, we can dream. Uh, I could feel you thinking it through the podcast. That <laughs> you were thinking <laughs> at that exact moment. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, well, um, if we do have any listeners in within uh, 5G range, which is very small, um, so within about 50 metres of these three telephone towers that have been burnt down, we uh, apologise. Uh, do we yeah. apologise? I don't know. No, I don't, don't know we really care. It's your own fault. Yeah. Mm. Shouldn't have burnt your towers down. <laughs> Shouldn't have burnt down your phone tower. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair enough. Report segment, of course. Uh, oh, God. Has been <laughs> um, a significant lack of sports being reported at the moment, um, which I've personally taken offence to. Um, so I decided that uh, I'd take this opportunity to to uh, share share some sports around the world. Um, if this is my racing, I'm actually going to be mad. No, of course not. No, no, no. I knew that I would probably be um, attacked for that. Uh, no, uh, so, but obviously with everything that's happening in the world right now, there isn't a ton of sports uh, at the moment. Um, but I found one quite close to home um, that's still going strong. Uh, and that is the Fantasy Premier League competition. Uh, now... <laughs> For those for those who don't know, uh, I am part of a ten-person competition um, on Fantasy Premier League, which is uh, the fantasy game of the English Premier League. Um, Basically, uh, it's a very fierce competition. We have a trophy. Uh, I am the reigning champion, of course. Um, But it's uh, it's quite an intricate game uh, and one that doesn't get a lot of coverage in the mass media. Uh, so I decided to sit down with one of the key players uh, after what was a big weekend of, of fantasy results uh, and have a chat to him. Oh, God. Mr. Corey, manager of Stones and I, thanks for joining us. Uh, this week you recorded your third scoreless draw in a row 
uh, the equal worst run of anyone in the league. Do you feel you should have gotten more out of the last few weeks? Um, I believe so. I think the fact that um, a lot of my players have uh, not been playing, I think, has contributed to this a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> you captained Bruno Fernandes again this week. He hasn't even played uh, in close to a month. Do you think you need to reconsider your captaincy choices? Uh, I believe so. Um, I've, you know, I've tried to go all out here and uh, try to get the get the wins from this, but uh, it doesn't seem to be working. So next week I might have to uh, think about captaining someone else. Many of your fans are becoming quite tired with these poor results. Uh, some have even been calling for a change in management. What would you say to those fans and when can they uh, expect to see a better performance? Um, I'd just like to say to them, I think we should just hold out a few more weeks just to, uh, just to see if, if results might get better or not. Um, as, as I said, the, the players haven't been playing, so uh, it's been a bit difficult. But, um, <laughs> yeah, hopefully when they, when they start playing again, it will be, be a bit easier. We'll be getting more wins. Well, uh, Corey, thanks for your time and uh, hope results do turn around for you. All right. I hope they do as well. Thank you. We'll now take a look at other results from the league this week. Saul United drew nil-nil with Caleb's I'm the best. Uh, Dylan's 11 played out a scoreless draw against Hayden's youthful Klops and Robbers. ABCD EFC had a goalless draw against league leader Old Meme. And the Prank Patrol failed to score against Benny's into your mum FC, despite his entire team not playing a single minute. <laughs> That is sports. Uh, I hope that gives you an idea of what to expect in uh, the coming episodes. Uh, just all around quality journalism. Um, quality and, and is the key word there. Absolutely. Indeed. And, and journalism. Uh, it's just all around top notch. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more, Scott. Welcome to Two Facts and a Fifth. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I want you guys to get hyped. This is the really hype section, all right? So that's my intro music for that. Because Can I, I just you... say that none of us had heard that audio except for me? Uh... <laughs> I think that worked out brilliantly. All right. So the way this works is I read out three potential facts. Two of them are true. One of them I've just made up. You guys have to guess. Which one is the made-up fact? Make sense? It's pretty straightforward. If it okay. doesn't make yeah. sense, get off the podcast. All right. So, All right. Bye. <laughs> so these are the first three for us to go through tonight. So fact number one or fib number one. You don't know. I do. 
Wombats have cube-shaped poop. Okay. All right? That's number one. Number two, a cow can neither climb up nor go downstairs. And number okay. three, platypuses swim with their eyes closed. So, yeah, which one do you reckon is the fib there? Well, I'm Wombat pretty sure I've seen Wombat poo. poo. What's up? Oh, okay. Wombats definitely have cube-shaped poo. And Scott, you disagree with that? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, that was that was my thinking. <laughs> I think it's the cows because I've seen cows walk upstairs, but they can't walk. <laughs> when have you seen cows walk <laughs> upstairs? That's what I want to know now. <laughs> In my many life experiences. Garen's just at a shopping centre, sees a cow just going up a cabalator. No, I'm thinking like in his house or something. He's just opened the door and a cow's there. He's like, oh, well, come on in, come upstairs. No, the problem is once they're upstairs, they can't go downstairs. So there's all these stories of people pranking each other by putting pushing cows upstairs. <laughs> you know what's really annoying? That's 100% right. <laughs> that was the theme. A cow can climb upstairs but not go down because of the way that their joints don't oppose. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think so you're not really good at this. Story house Kieran really nailed awesome. that. Yeah. You've got to put cows up their stairs. Because I saw that on a um, Ricky Gervais uh, show. Oh, right. It was like one enough. of the bits that he did. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm not surprised. That, I wouldn't be surprised if Kieran got all of these. And then my other segment, I wouldn't be surprised if you got all of them, Scott. But we'll get to that later. Now for the next three. So this is the first one. Hippos kill more humans than any other mammal per year. All right. Number two, turkeys can reproduce without having sex. And number three, pandas are very particular about where they sleep and will try to sleep in the same spot most nights. Okay. Uh, I reckon the panda one's true. Uh-huh. I feel like I've heard the hippo thing. The hippo thing I've definitely heard before. They but kill more yeah. humans than any other mammal. Sexual reproduction with turkeys. Okay, so you reckon that the turkey one's the fib? Yeah, no, I reckon I'm going for the turkey one too. Yeah, yeah. I think the turkey one is. All right, so you want to lock that in? Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Well, I can tell you now that the turkey one is in fact – a fact. The fib was that pandas are very particular about where they sleep. It's in fact the opposite. They'll just fall asleep wherever they are. They don't care. <laughs> oh, I should have been able to pick that one. <laughs> pandas will just <laughs> fall asleep where they are. They will not give a toss. And yeah, no, turkeys apparently can reproduce without having sex. Right. Same with um, Komodo dragons. Hang um, on. Wow. So this needs to be fact checked. Turkey. All right. Is- oh. Search it up, mate. No. It's true. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Oh, so apparently what I feel like that was the response you were hoping for when you announced that it was true. Yeah, can you just like cut that back? <laughs> That's true. No, but get no, this right. right. In the absence of male turkeys, female turkeys mm. produce fertile eggs but the baby they have is often sickly and almost always male. Yep. That is 100% right. It's very weird. It's like how inbred can you get if you've never even bred? 
Yeah, I think it was, yeah, stick insects, Komodo dragons, and turkeys can do that, which is a very weird combination of animals. I mean, those are the ones that I'm aware of anyway. All right, and my last set of three for tonight, because I couldn't be bothered doing any more because I was meant to be working from home. Um, So the first one is, all the swans in England belong to the Queen. The second one is, what is called a French kiss in the English-speaking world is known as an English kiss in France. Does that one make sense? That's kind of weird wording. <laughs> That's the fib. Man, right. no and then the third one is a man will ejaculate 18 quarts of semen in his lifetime, which equates to about 17 liters. I can imagine yeah. that. <laughs> the bird life is one of great semen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So which one do you think is the fib? I'm going for the English kiss. And yeah, here? I think that's, it. that's got to be it. How so? The French are romantic people. How unromantic is it to be like, or oh, an English kiss with someone? <laughs> well, I can now confirm to you that they are actually all facts. I didn't put a fib in that one. No. Yeah. That's anticlimactic. Yeah. Well, it's not actually. It's a twist, Scott. You idiot. <laughs> so, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that means that Kieran won one nil. Uh, yeah, I think so. Hey. <laughs> I wish it'd keep going. I wish you hadn't cut it there. <laughs> but oh, well. I know. Right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was two facts and a fib. Okay, gents. Uh, this segment is something that I'm going to call. Oh, no. <laughs> is <laughs> democracy manifest? There we go. That okay, so... Noise, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is about the quality you could expect from this podcast. Oh, uh, so this segment, uh, I'm going to take a look at criminals. Uh, criminal organisations that are taking advantage of everyday hardworking Australians, but not to the point where the police get involved. The police are very busy. I am going to try Letting and take some George work Pell. off there. Exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> doing some really hard work there. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> My goal with this segment is to try to lighten their load a little bit uh, and prevent these criminal organisations from continuing to take advantage uh, of us all. Uh, Now, the the company I'm going to look at today is one um, that's actually quite close to your heart, Viv. Uh Uh, It's uh, it's just a small local business. Um, They uh, are well known for... Uh, their quality food uh, produce. Oh, okay. Um, Is it Kingsley's? And, uh, no. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, no, not Kingsley's. Okay. Um, this is a, a small, sad. a small, a small business known uh, by the name KFC. <laughs> 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 okay. Yep. Um, so the other day, um, I was coming home from work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was a bit hungry, uh, and I I had the KFC app on my phone, uh, and uh, they had a had a special offer on the the Zinger combo. So I thought, all right, I'll I'll swing past, I'll pick one of those up, 
Uh, now, the Zinger combo uh, comes with a Zinger burger, uh, a small drink, a small chips, uh, and a potato and gravy. Uh, but what I often like to do is swap the potato and gravy out for another small chips. Uh, and then you get two small chips. Uh, you don't have to worry about the sloppy potato and gravy that becomes a mess in your car because you can't sit in the restaurant anymore. Uh, everything's also because you can't keep food in your mouth. We do have to make that. Yes, yes, this is a very important point. point. That's a very good point that we have to make. Scott can't keep food in his mouth. I have been known on occasion to make a small mess. And to get um, mayo on your forehead. May have happened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I digress. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I went into the KFC uh, I placed my order um, and they start preparing it. The man turns around to me and says, is one large chips okay? Uh, and I, I didn't think too much of that. Um, so I said, oh, yeah, okay, whatever's that's that's fine. Uh, I took my food. Um, I went into my car. I ate it. I didn't make a mess much. Find that uh, hard to, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so creative license has been taken. Uh, <laughs> so i i consumed my meal um but i was still kind of hungry um and it got me thinking why did they offer a large chips is it because they were being generous because they're trying to make it easier or are they trying to cut down on the number of chips that they're giving to their customers so i thought long and hard about this and i Came back the next day with a highly scientific experiment. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I went through the app again, uh, and I ordered the exact same meal. I even chose the same drink. Uh, I was feeling more like a Seven Up, but I'd had a Pepsi Max the uh, the day before, and I didn't want to uh, corrupt the scientific integrity of this experiment. Very good. Uh, Keep all the com- uh, variables controlled. Yep. I respect yeah, exactly. That. Yep. Um, so I went in uh, and the guy again asked me, uh, is a large chips okay? And I said no. Is a large chips okay? No, I'll have my two small chips. Thank you very much. <laughs> that is exactly what I said. Oh, God. I took my bill back into my car. Uh, I consumed it. And I have to tell you, I struggled to finish those chips. There was so many chips. Okay, I was but... completely full by the end. And that is my scientific conclusion. KFC are ripping us off by offering one large chips when two small chips is much bigger. Was the food that you consumed the rest of that day, This oh, the, sorry, before that KFC, was the food that you consumed the exact same food that you'd consumed before KFC the day before? Uh, it was very similar, yes. It was very similar, uh, but it was not the same. It was close enough. No, there's no such thing as close <laughs> enough, mate. You managed to keep the drink control, but you didn't keep the rest of the food you ate that day earlier controlled. Look, this all seems I'm to me like this, is, is, is corruption sympathy. I think uh, the corruption here is your scientific experiment. Now, 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 I think we need to go in and do this properly all right i think what we need to do kieran is you go in and order that meal and get the large chips i'll go in and get the two small chips we count the number of chips in each of those exactly 
I think that's the only way that we can find out whether not this even the is... number of chips, but down to the weight of chips. What if they put small chips? In exactly. Small chips. How? What if? What if they'd put more salt on those chips that day? And the only reason Scott wasn't able to finish it was because the salt had dried out his mouth. What if Scott was salty? What if it wasn't even Scott? What if he used someone else to eat the chips the day before? I'm starting to believe that okay, this experiment this is was completely fabricated. Scott, you've done some excellent entrance work here, but we need to verify the validity of your experiment. I agree, Kieran. Okay, well, that sounds more promising. All I'm hearing from Viv is just complete negativity and support of Viv on the inside. The only thing that I'm supporting is a struggling small business in the times of these – the hard times where COVID is taking over and where people can't go and enjoy a KFC meal just at the restaurant. You have to go with... The the finished here, boys. And then there's if just this... Die, can die. I... Can I ask one question, Viz? Sure. Have you at any point in your life received money from KFC? I decline to answer under my Fifth Amendment rights. For a more informative segment tonight, we will be discussing the dangers of urinating in space. I urinated in my pants. Well, fun fact, so did Alan Shepard on the 5th of May 1961, who was the Americans' first man to go to space. The thing is, the people that designed his suit thought, well, he's only meant to go for a flight for about 15 minutes, so he won't need to pee, he'll just go beforehand. But they forgot about the fact that they'd be sticking him in the capsule to sit for a couple of hours before the flight. So... He ended up um, asking, what am I meant to do if I need to go? And urinating in his pants. Nice. On the other side of the world, uh, Yuri Gagarin, who was the first man in space, before he got into the launch capsule, realised that he needed to pee and so proceeded to take a leg on the left-hand wheel of the back tyre of the bus that would take him to his shuttle. Being a superstitious god as well, the Russians also decided that before every space flight, they needed to do the same for good luck. So before oh, you've told me this, yeah. Flight, they take a leak on the back tyre of the launch bus. <laughs> you told me this the other day, I remember now. That's mm. actually hilarious. I find that so funny that they actually believe that to be like superstitious. In the immortal words of Michael Scott, I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, dealing with poop in space has been a bit of a struggle <laughs> for them. Just keeps going. <laughs> well, on Apollo 10, right, the uh, the pumps on their toilet accidentally went backwards for a second and there was a turd that was flying around their capsule. So there it does exist a very serious transcript of their mission where they're going through their procedures and suddenly someone bursts out laughing saying, who did it? What? Who did it? Where did it come from? Give me a napkin quick. There's a turd floating through the air. (laughs) 
They then all claim, I didn't do it. It ain't one of mine. I don't think it's one of mine. And mine was a little more stickier than that. Throw that away. Wow. Amazing. That is not what you expect to hear in space. Mm. No. So not what was... you expect to hear in this podcast either. But then again, what ex- what do you expect to hear in this podcast? I have very little expectation. So did there I. A very serious, used to be confidential transcript of this mission that included that excerpt. Nice. Mm. Uh, now, when the toilet broke on the International Space Station, the Russians mm-hmm. sent up a toilet. And have a guess at how much this toilet cost. Uh, $5 billion. A little less than that. $3 billion. It's quite a bit less than a billion. Okay, $5 million. It's about four times that amount. So this toilet cost $19 million. Oh, yeah, I was on the money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's actually probably it's probably consistent with uh, the inflation rate on toilet-related products at the moment. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, okay, no, true story. I went to Woolies the other day because we'd ran out of um, toilet duck, yeah? Couldn't find any. They've just they've just bought out every single toilet related toilet related like item. Yeah. What about like the toilet, you know, smell things that make them smell better? <laughs> the toilet smell things. Yeah, the air fresheners. Yes, that's it. Right. What I I went to make fun of Kieran for that. I don't know what they're called. What are, <laughs> what are, they, what are they called? <laughs> air fresheners. Isn't that what we're talking about? I don't think. Well. I mean, yes, but I don't think they're called an air freshener. Yeah, they are. Are they not? Are you talking about the things you, like, stick on the toilet? I am. I am indeed. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought you were talking about, like, the actual sprays. No, not the spray. Yeah, no, anyway. I don't know what they're called either. No. Well, this has no. been not at all embarrassing. Well, well Anyway, well. in terms of space food. Oh, the turntables. <laughs> that was good. That was good. So NASA's now looking at, like, one-off things that they can use if an astronaut's in a space suit needs to take a dump. And in 2017, right. they launched a space poop challenge and a particular device won, which looks like a big plastic tube with a straw up one end. But uh, bets on how much this thing costs. How much? For a plastic tr- tube with a straw up the end. Yeah, how much? What, what's your what's your first estimate for this? It's millions. No, yeah, this one's quite a bit cheaper. But remember, it's one use oh, only. Bargain. Uh, Two hundred thousand. Three three hundred grand. Yeah, it's it's fifteen. I mean, three hundred thousand. Fifteen. That's a bargain. Fifteen thousand so is a bargain for a spaceship. Yep. That's that's an absolute steal. Absolutely. You know, I'd go space, space fifteen grand. Yeah. Cheaper than toilet paper. I mean, I'd, do, I'd do it for free, but... <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, when we're shitting on Earth, we are technically shitting in space, are we not? Yes, but it's captured in the gravitational field of the Earth. Yeah, yeah but you if you shut in space, it would just be captured in the gravitational field of something else. Well, not exactly. <laughs> do, you, do you really want me to... <laughs> That was a long pause. <laughs> well, I think he realised that if he elaborates, this podcast will have a length about 30 minutes longer. So Yes, that's exactly probably... what I realised. <laughs> Do you want me to go into some orbital mechanics? No, not, not even not slightly. Really. Then let's yeah, leave it. I think we're good. Okay. 
Um, so the first bags they used for poop in oh space, they <laughs> I thought he was done. <laughs> I did too. They used to knead these bags so that like bacteria side uh, would get in there and it wouldn't like go all gross before they hit the ground. But it'd take them like a couple of hours of kneading a bag full of feces. Wow. Right. So technology's come quite a long way. I am so glad. Mm. <laughs> now I know that whenever this... I go into space, I'll be able to hopefully take a shit. Yeah, I am so uh, grateful yeah. for that opportunity. No, yes, no. and this wouldn't no, we wouldn't, we, we wouldn't have the opportunity to be grateful if it wasn't for Kieran and if it wasn't for this podcast. So exactly, um, delivering on all all fronts. Yeah. Okay, so to round us out today, uh, uh, we're going to play a quick little game. Uh, I'm going to give you two headlines. One is a real headline from the last week. Uh, mm-hmm. The other is one that I have made up. Uh, right. And I'll be asking you which one is which, uh, essentially. Kieran is apparently quite keen or has just been hit by a boulder. Um, <laughs> I think he's been hit by a cat, to be honest. <laughs> um, well, that quite nicely segues into the first headline. Okay. Um, oh, no. So our first headline is man dies after falling into icy lake while teaching cat to swim. Cats uh-huh. are <laughs> Okay. Uh, and the other headline, mm-hmm. uh, man facing charges after high-speed chase with Pitbull in driver's seat. Pitbull is in the animal or the singer? As in the animal. Okay. There was a dog driving during a high-speed chase. I'm inclined. He was driving with a dog on the passenger seat? Driver's seat. The dog, the dog was on the driver's seat. So he had it on his lap? Uh. All, all we know is that the dog was in the driver's seat. I'm inclined to believe that the man dying teaching his cat to swim is the true one and the driver dog one is fake. Okay. I don't know. I feel like it's the other way around. Okay. Okay. Is that that's that's what you're looking in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, the dog story was true. Uh, the man was attempting Damn. to teach his dog to drive. Wow. Uh, Right. When he was pulled over by police and a police chase ensued. Good grief. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> that uh, okay. Great. I mean, I don't think he died, but. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was part of the headline. Uh, no, man facing charges, so he's very much alive. <laughs> uh, not man's dog facing charges. Okay, no, you can't uh, touch a dog. That's just mean. Poor doggy. But he drove without a license. So our next two headlines come to us from Florida. Uh, uh-huh. We're all the best headlines. <laughs> the best headlines in the world. Yes. Uh, so they're actually both uh, Florida Police Department related. Uh, uh-huh. So the very for the, for the first one, uh, Florida Police Department offers to deliver your weed to you for free. Uh, to avoid unnecessary, uh, unnecessary outdoor activity. Uh, right. And the second one, 
Is your meth contaminated with coronavirus? This Florida de- uh, police department will test it for free. That's a fake one. I know that that's a fake one. I've seen memes of that one. I'm 100% sure that that's fake. But I'm inclined okay. to believe the second one. It's more likely, I feel like, in Florida. You know what? You feel like- I feel like it's a real headline, but it's actually fake. Like it's a headline that you found, but it's not real. It's just a ploy to catch methed up yeah, yeah. Florida, Florida people. Uh, essentially, yes. Yeah. Um, it is real. The, 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 yeah. This police department did offer to test people's meth for free. Um, just to catch meth heads. Just to catch meth heads, yes. Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, essentially, yes. It, it is a real headline, but uh, it was trying to catch yeah, yeah. people out. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right, cool. Winner, winner. Uh, so our very last... Uh, headlines of the day. Uh, world leader believes vodka and saunas will save his country from corona- uh, coronavirus. Who is that? Uh, a world leader. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, or uh, Dr. Pepper CEO criticised for suggesting drinking Dr. Pepper will lead to a decline in the spread of COVID-19. Now, I've heard about this world leader. Isn't it the Belarusian president? It could be. Okay, well, I'm going with that then. <laughs> <laughs> and that is exactly the way I expected this to go. <laughs> a Belarusian president on this podcast. Can you give, uh, for, for, for bonus points, can you give me his name? Oh, is it? No, it's not the Instagram model, that one. That's um, Azerbaijan, I think. I'm looking at a Actually, photo no. of him. I do not think he is an Instagram model. No, no, no. I think Kira's right about the Azerbaijan bloke, though. <laughs> There's some right, guy that's like in the Caucasus who's like the president and a horrible guy, but is an Instagram model. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm looking at the Azerbaijan president now, and he looks like a Bond villain. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, I remember that because we watched the F1, and I said he looks like a Bond villain. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I'm sure this guy has appeared in at least one Bond film. Oh, um, surely. If he hasn't, then he should be in the next one. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the the Belarusian president uh, is Alexander Lukashenko uh, and has quite famously now declared that uh, there is no need for panic in, in the country and everything is proceeding as normal, uh, including... Uh, Full full football games. Everyone's uh, having parties in the streets uh, and laughing at their European counterparts who are all hiding in their houses. Right, lovely. Uh, That's good. So only good things coming their way. Yes. Uh, the Instagram model. That I found him. Okay. One one last bit for the podcast uh, this week. The Instagram pod. Uh, the Instagram. Instagram dictator Ramzan Kadriov. Who's the head of Chechnya, which is the part of Russia that like has a whole bunch of terrorists in it? Oh, uh, of yeah. course it is. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's not the Bond villain then. The leader of a fake country is an Instagram model. He's the Russian. Like like us, That's going to be us when we buy our island and declare um, independence from Australia. That may well happen. Yes. Uh, and, of Did course, all listeners Ireland? will be invited to be citizens. No, they won't. Uh, okay, we may need to work that out off air. Uh, yeah. 
Either way, thank you for tuning in to the very first episode of the Don't Dwell On It podcast. Uh, we had a great time. Hope you did as well. Uh, and we'll be back in a week. One week to like a year, depending on how long it takes us to make another episode. Yeah, uh, sounds good. See you then. And we'll be getting drunk and making Lego. So see you then. Adios. Wait, is Viv naked? Oh. Oh, um, oh yeah. we nearly forgot about that. Yeah, we forgot about that. Hey. All right, Meaning well, that he must guesses. be clothed because otherwise he would not have forgotten that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got me. <laughs> <out. laughs> <laughs> Unless he's standing there naked like oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, that's why, that's why, why I got naked. Room. I remember now. <laughs> no, no. Segment. I was clothed. <laughs> and on that bombshell, uh, good night. Good night. I came That's the wrong one to finish on. And kick yes. God, guide you I'd love to in finish your quest. my milk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.